This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Well, it's been a most interesting week this past week, and no, I'm not referring to election nonsense when I say that. We'll take a moment or two to talk about uh, the election that took place on Tuesday. But I'm actually referring to the trip that I took down to Southern California to do a couple of things. A 10-day tribute at the Egyptian Theater in Hollywood to the great, great comedian Stan Freeberg, who said at the end of the event, this might be the highlight of my life, and I don't think he was kidding. And a trip the next day down to Orange County to the University of California at Irvine, where, as promised, I was able to have a wonderful interview with my former professor of neuroanatomy, James Fallon. We talked about his most engaging book, which came out last year, titled The Psychopath Inside, A Neuroscientist's Personal Journey into the Dark Side of the Brain. That interview will, in fact, take up most of today's program, running through segments two and three. And I think I can guarantee, dear listener, that you will not be bored. Stick around for that. Regrettably, I don't have too much time to talk about the Freeberg event, at least on today's program, but I would like to note that I did get a chance to meet Mark Evanier, whose blog we've uh, quoted many times in this program, newsfromme.com. Mark agreed to come on this program again and, uh, and talk about uh, that event. We're looking forward to that uh, for next week. But one little sidelight of the evening that blew me away was when they began, the lights went down and an announcer came on, and it was the unmistakable voice of Paul Fries, whose name might not be familiar to you, but I can assure you, dear listener, you know this voice. Host Harry Shearer made mention of the fact that, well, we know that's not Paul Fries, and indeed we do know that because Mr. Fries passed away several years ago. So I was right away puzzling over who did the dead-on impression. Shearer later admitted that it was our pal Corey Burton, voiced actor extraordinaire, Luckily for us, uh, he was at the event and, uh, and agreed to come back on the program to talk about it as well. Over the years, we've had quite a few moments of, of comedy on this program, and I think none were better than the time Corey Burton came on to do, in essence, an impression of various characters from the Jay Ward cartoon series, better known as uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle and their companion cartoons, uh, Dudley Do-Right, etc. Anyway, if you've never heard that, please check it out on our website at radioparallax.com. Let's start this program as we like to do with On This Date in History, the date in question being the 6th of November, and apparently the 6th of November is the day that revolutions take place. On November 6th in 1813, Mexican revolutionaries behind Jose Morelos declared independence from Spain, although, although that revolution was suppressed. It was on November 6th in 1860 that Abraham Lincoln was elected as the 16th president of the United States. He was the first Republican to win the office. Southern states that had been threatening secession made good on their word. By the time Lincoln was inaugurated in March, seven states had formed what would become the Confederate States of America. One year later on this date in 1861, Jefferson Davis was elected president of the Confederate States. All right, back to Mexico, November 6th, 1911. Revolutionary leader Francisco Madero was elected president of Mexico. He had ousted the dictator Porfirio Diaz with the support of Pancho Villa. 
And finally, on November 6th in 1917, behind Bolshevik party leader Vladimir Lenin, leftist revolutionaries launched a nearly bloodless coup d'etat against Russia's ineffectual provisional government in the Russian capital of Petrograd. Bolshevik Russia was later renamed the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. It was the world's first Marxist state. Our quote of the day, oddly enough, comes from The Economist magazine's review of some new books on Nepal. In noting that 80% of foreign aid is stolen in some rural districts of Nepal, the magazine noted that politicians there haggle, betray, and rarely think of their countrymen. To which we would like to editorialize, politicians everywhere do that! Our quips of the day come from tweets that went back and forth between former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright and Conan O'Brien. After Conan tweeted, I picked out my Halloween costume. I'm going as a slutty Madeleine Albright. Albright then pretty much decked Conan with her comeback tweet, which was, I'm considering going as a hunky Conan O'Brien, but that might be too far-fetched. Bam! She then added, never get into a word war with a diplomat. We talk more than comedians. Our joke of the day, which we're going to modify slightly, comes from the writers for Craig Ferguson, who noted Vladimir Putin has announced he's abolishing daylight savings time. He said he doesn't want to set Russian clocks back. I will say this. He's done a pretty good job of setting the Russian calendar back to 1953. Our stat of the day is that the FBI has amassed files on roughly 77.7 million people in the United States, the equivalent of one in three American adults. As many as 12,000 new names are added to the master criminal database every day largely as a result of minor arrests connected to zero-tolerance policies at schools. This is according to the Wall Street Journal. One of the saddest commentaries on this was was when I mentioned this to a friend. He said, is that all? All right, let's do a quick version of the good, the bad, and the ugly. According to the Week magazine, it was a good week last week for striking a blow for justice with the news that A New Hampshire protest group that puts coins in expired parking meters is being sued for illegal harassment of parking enforcement officers. Members of this Robin Hood group say they saved 8,000 motorists in Keene, New Hampshire, from the King's tariffs. City officials say the group's members have taunted and intimidated ticket riders, and they want them to stay at least 50 feet away from the officers. And our bad news of the week, I think, was our bad news of last week, too, which is that Jeb Bush is considering running for president in 2016. Enough said. That's bad. And finally, it was an ugly week last week for modern technology with the news that a Georgia man was sent back to jail after he accidentally texted, you have some weed, to his probation officer. Evidently, after Alvin Cross Jr. sent the officer the incriminating query, police went to his home where they found a bag of cocaine. After pleading guilty, Cross was sentenced to one year in prison for possession of cocaine and another year for breaking parole. They should have given another year on top of that for just being a dope. All right, in our one-minute election roundup, We note that across the nation, thanks to mainly, I think, low voter turnout, there was quite a swing to the Republicans. Whereas here in California, I don't think they took a single statewide elected office. The capital city's mayor, Kevin Johnson, went down to defeat in his effort to grab more power via the so-called strong mayor initiative. 
Thankfully, Proposition 46 died Tuesday. Although Mr. Marin likes to claim this means I'm now free to show up drunk at work. Well, that's, that's just not so. Aww. Apparently, Prop 47 passed, so we're going to hopefully not be throwing everybody in the slammer indefinitely for this whole three strikes mania, which, frankly, has not panned out. Looks like the lesser of evils got elected as my assemblyman, although looking at some of the campaign literature being sent out, I thought, well, he may be the lesser of evils, but he's probably also evil. And by the way, that opinion, like all those heard in this program, does not necessarily represent those of KDVS, our sponsors, or the University of California. And on that note, we got to take a short break, but we have plenty of fun to follow with Dr. James Fallon, neuroscientist extraordinaire. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. You may be right. I may be crazy. 